0: good afternoon everyone hope you're good tell you one of the things i'm going to really try and do today is be disciplined with the microphone like i'm too animated i end up over here and stuff like that and this microphone is better if it's like right in front of my face and so i'm really going to try and focus on that so uh, if i start going a bit quieter then you've got to start nagging me on the chat help me with my mic discipline also obscures some of my face which is also a bonus hope you're all good hope you're having a good afternoon Looking forward to this show, only came up with the idea of what to talk about today this morning because, uh, not that I'd, yeah, maybe that sounds worse than it is, I did know it was my dad's birthday today, upcoming, mainly because my wife told me yesterday Um, we've got some plans for him at the weekend, but um, because it is, it kind of got me thinking a bit this morning about role models, obviously on a personal level, a big inspiration to me in many ways, great bloke and um and but then also it sort of reminds me of so many conversations recently on this show and elsewhere about role models professionally um and some some of those things overlap don't they right some of the things and people uh, and ideas that inspire us sometimes have a personal proxy, right? They sometimes have someone that we that embodies our values or certain traits, certain things that we recognize in ourselves, something that we can aspire to. And therefore the conversation of role models, I think is a fascinating one, both personally and professionally. But admittedly, it kind of got inspired by the fact that he's my dad's 60th today. And uh, so yeah, happy birthday, dad. Not that he watches, not that he listens, certainly not one for social media, Um he's got the a good sense of having never graced any form of social media. Um, certainly not sort of a, a technophobe, right? He's, a, he's online, uh, does certainly uh, do plenty of browsing and research. He loves YouTube, I guess. I wonder if he has a YouTube account. But other than that, He's uh, he's certainly uh, someone that avoids the tittle-tattle of of Facebook and the like. So uh, he won't be watching, I uh, I doubt. Maybe if uh, one of my siblings uh, or my mum triggers, uh, lets him know that this has happened, then maybe he will tune in. So I'll behave myself and not give him too much banter. But generally, that is what inspired this. And so as ever, if uh, you're tuning in live, although most people, of course, visit this after the fact, and then on the podcasts afterwards uh, if you're on a platform of which you would prefer to be on another then do not worry Chewing it over is cast across seven streams we're on linkedin facebook twitter youtube twitch instagram there's a few and so please do uh, have a look at have a look at that if you prefer it sometimes we get people getting in touch saying i'd rather you weren't uh, now this is the pressure's on so i did wonder this is my mom and she's saying that dad's listening now right There's the pressure so i'll be i'll be nice then i won't banter him too hard but Essentially, my dad has uh, inspired many things and many hopefully good behaviours of, of mine over the years, but also this concept of role models, it's not just going to be me phoning after uh, after my dad and, and telling uh, stories and anecdotes about that. It will be about generally about how anecdotes, uh, sorry, anecdotes, how role models can influence our, uh, our thinking, how role models can come in different shapes and sizes and flavours. But also because there's so much uh, come up recently about the and I've, I've found it to be a real point of contention for me, like how specific does a role model need to be on certain identity levels for it to work? You know, that's something that fascinates me. So I really want to get into that with you. And I, st- I try to st- pose a question to you all as we get going for those that are tuning in live. And that for me today is what does it mean to you to have a role model? And if you do, <laughs> most do, but also what is the role of role models in your life, be that you know, uh, personal or professional, really. You don't have to get too much into the into the deep. Now, Tom's feeling like he's noticed that I'm uh, nervous now that he's listening. Yeah, I mean, it's just because I know I know just how good he is at swinging a belt. You know, it's just that that's just the nature of my abusive upbringing. No, of course, I jest. Um, but uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Although, you know, as as is typical, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure I know what nervous feels like. So sometimes I'm bad at dealing with it. There's some happy birthdays coming in. Happy birthday, Jack's dad. Happy birthday to you, senior. Many thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. But yeah, please do answer me a question if you would. What does what do you think is the role of role models? And then secondly, and which is certainly something I want to come to later in the show, and I'm really keen for your thoughts on, is just how specific does a role model need to be on certain identity traits, right? Be that personality disposition. We get here hear, hearing about uh, strong male role models, strong female role models, right? What are the relevance there with regards to gender. I also had really interesting conversations ongoing with my friend Leanne Antoine who covers, obviously, a Tune It Over on uh, the first, or is it, it's the second Tuesday of each month, Leanne's going to be covering this show, but me and Leanne end up having really interesting discussions and I had them with Melrose Stewart on Physio Matters about the race factor with regards to role models, right? What, what especially interprofessionally is a lot of talk that occurs around having strong black role models for people like Leanne and stuff. And it's really fascinates me because that conversation, it feels like sometimes there are certain traits and characteristics that people aspire to that can feel that their role models need to embody in order for them to be inspired in that direction. And so that's going to vary personally and professionally. It's going to vary on what they inspire you on. Obviously, people are going to have a whole suite of different role models in different circumstances. But as I said, inspired by the fact that it's my dad's 60th that made me realize he's a huge role model in my life. Not professionally, he's an engineer by background, although there's many things, of course, that he's done to inspire me and you can't always separate off the personal and professional especially in the work that I do but generally of course I'm meaning more on a personal level as a man as a as a dad especially with my young kids now um, and certainly becoming a dad and and witnessing him as a a granddad as well he's sort of inspired me in various different ways and recognizing that he's a huge personal role model of mine but professionally I've got huge and broad diverse set of role models that have inspired me and it's one of the things that on the specific piece that's the thing that intrigues me. So I really would love to get your thoughts on this. Like, what is it about role models? Now, as ever, the questions will start, and the questions and comments will start coming in. Uh, Dave's got a good one here. David Poulter said, guiding light and anchor a compass for direction in life." Right, well, that certainly sounds like my old man. Um, and certainly in professional terms, it's, it's fascinating whether that would be the same, Dave. But what I'm going to do is just because I'm so easily distracted by the comments section, I'm going to leave those with you um please do comment and question as we go along uh, but I'm just going to hide them for a second uh, while I give you some of my reflections now before I do before I get stuck into some pros these are some posts that my mum put up on Facebook so you'll like these these are some lovely pictures right before I get into the professional stuff is I assume that's me <laughs> can't tell really he's not got spiky hair hasn't that baby so I just uh, make an assumption with the blue blue growth. because I've got two sisters Here's a uh, Here's one of us in his wetsuits. This is a, f- a pretty classic Chu family photo. These wetsuits are far older than probably my dad. These are probably 70-year-old wetsuits on us as kids. Uh, my dad and uh, his family from a, a diving and water sports background. So we always had these brilliant but archaic wetsuits. Kept us warm, though. I like this one as well. This is a nice picture. Me and my sister helping my dad. That's certainly where he's been a role model, continues to be in the DIY field certainly someone compared to rest of my family who's gone into a non-tradesman non-practical vocation and so I'm always feeling like I'm uh, I've got plenty to look up to there and aspire towards uh, with regards to my dad who's uh, incredibly handy in that direction and then this one although I'm pretty sure that's one of my sisters can't work out which one I wanted to make sure I put this one in because it's it's the side profile that just highlights just how big his nose is um, which of course was really important for me to make sure i at least got some form of banter in there so yeah happy birthday dad i uh, hope you enjoyed those little pictures um and so onto the broader topic then especially when we think about professional identity we've talked about that a lot on, on this show what fascinates me about it is that it's always implied and it's always assumed that role models need to be of a certain way for us to really identify with them and empathize with them in such a way that they can inspire us. And so that's come up really recently, as I said, with Melrose Stewart and Leanne Antoine are often an ongoing conversation between me and Leanne, and, and there's certain features in that conversation where obviously I'm I'm missing something, you know. The obvious piece being that uh, Leanne and Melrose are mentioning the fact that they uh, they want to have sort of something in their racial identity to aspire to in a role model sense, professionally, and seeing people up the ladder that they can recognise that that's been done, and that's something that of course I can I can completely understand and empathise with, but I I can't experience by way of my race but it's something that fascinates me is that so many of my role models professionally are women it's a female dominant profession likes of heather watson paula deacon uh, joe Joe gibson on the recent podcast i probably could name more as we go along it'll spring to mind but huge huge impacts on my career and continue to be huge role models but then you've also got people like mike stewart who was a mentor of mine early days in my career and still a good friend but you know it's sort of The fact that they're women does that is that something that then has affected the way in which they can be a role model to me i think when i think about those people that have influenced me most who are role models for me professionally their personality traits and dispositions and their openness and their humility has certainly been something that I've been attracted by and something that I wanted to be more of, right? Where there's been times where uh, I've flexed away from some of those traits that they, that they embody, that I admire, then that's one of the things that's really helped me to anchor, as Dave has mentioned, back to those. Um, but it just does fascinate me what it is about certain people that make people look up to them and so is it the specifics of their job role is it the um you know certainly sort of someone that's going to be aspiring to be the best knee physio they can be is it that their role models end up being someone who's really deep into the research or is a clinical specialist in in knees or lower limb stuff and sometimes that matters but then i think that there the are other circumstances where I've, i see many a many a therapist that who i know are, are the researchers and nerds that aspire to be and think and behave more like someone like Joe Gibson, who's certainly famed shoulder specialists as as an example, right? So our role models can be diverse across various different things. But one of the things that I notice in myself is that personality traits and the sort of style of discourse, especially you can imagine in my job obviously as as sort of part of it being now as a commentator for want of a better term and thinking about these things in public is that I'm often looking at those core, values and styles and dispositions of of people that are then interacting online particularly and that's something that i find to be really inspiring that's where i seem to garner my role models Is they all seem to be also patient and understanding of of my style and my uh, ability to try to uh, carve out um, something that's close to my identity and style and so that seems to be one of them is that they're understanding accepting and supportive of some of the work i've been doing obviously critical where it's appropriate but they also have something that, that I find inspiring and, and that trailblazers in a certain way. Uh, even if I don't follow that same path, it's something that just fascinates me that, that whilst they've got so many different, there's so much variety there, there's also, when I look for a similarity, it is in their communication style. It is in the fact that, as I often say on this show, I am someone that wants to get as many cards on the table as possible, right? I want to observe as much as I can. What is the knowledge that can be informing a certain subject that tends to be where my role models are independent of all sorts of features. um, That otherwise I consider to be secondary now there's also something that because it's so common that we need role models in this that and the other, and that seems to be a common solution that people drive towards is that understanding the answer to that question like where are the specifics what is it about role models I think is something we need to think harder on it it took for me this morning to be thinking about it because it was kind of an obvious place personally you know it's sort of quite obvious we share plenty including genetics right and it's an obvious person that I've grown up with that I can aspire to emulate in, in all of his positive traits that's sort of the low hanging fruit isn't it we can kind of comprehend that really really simply especially with me then going on to be a parent and and sort of treading that path in a similar way but then when it comes to professional stuff I don't think that specificity needs to be quite as tethered as 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 parenting right it's something that you don't necessarily need to find your role model amongst those that you coincidentally ended up being mentored by obviously there can be and sometimes that experience that you've had overlapping with them and, and even the geographical specific nature of where you might be treating people and the the um, other features that can mean that their work is so applicable to your work, I can, I can, I can get it. But especially now where our educators and our friends and, and colleagues are in you know as, as online as ever, especially in the pandemic, right, our role models and people we aspire to emulate be more like on certain features and traits and habits, especially professionally that can be massively varied and so yeah i'm really fascinated to see if any of you have got anything to say about that on the chat function what is it that inspires you and and how specific do your role models need to be to certain trait characteristics or whatever it might be now one last thing on this before i go back to the to the chat in a few minutes time is that spoken about professional and personal identity on this show before and it's no no surprise to anyone really that i'm it, these things overlap so significantly right my core values it's so about trying to raise standards in healthcare and education that sort of drives and it's a lot of my sort of purpose as a person and therefore my professional interests have overlapped significantly i've been able to carve out even little shows like this as well as our big shows on physio matters to help broadcast that message and look across different things through the work we do uh, with mskr through to physio matters as an education platform embodying that as best we can clinically at choose health in clinic you know there's all sorts of things it's all based on my core purpose as a person and therefore the personal is professional and vice versa. And so some of my role models certainly do start to then, I aspire to balance things as well as they do. I remember a particular example that I'll give that is quite relevant too, especially on the, on the gendered piece, it's quite relevant, where episode four or something, I think we were recording before it might even have been out yet. I ended up uh, going to Seth O'Neill's house because his house is in his clinic. His clinic's in his house, sorry. (laughs) His house isn't in his clinic. That makes no sense. His clinic's in his house. Um, and, And I remember just feeling quite inspired and, and and Seth's been a role model in many ways for me since then in part because not just on a professional level I was in awe and continue to be in awe of him as a as a thinker and as someone that is balancing various different things as an educator as a researcher as a great clinician and then this is the kicker it was as a great bloke as a great dad from what I could tell, right? It was just something that was so inspirational for me to recognise that that's a portfolio career and the sort of style of humble person that he still continues to be and someone that's great to have a beer with and someone that was giving me the time of day as a plucky young upstart with a microphone he was someone that really inspired me and certainly is a role model in that direction. And that was something that did overlap in significant ways, both personally and professionally. And I think that's one of the things that I remember it so vividly on is because it kind of moved me and it inspired me. And 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 so that's where I sometimes feel a bit conflicted is that when it overlaps with the personal and when you feel like you've got that kinship or you can recognize some someone's roots to be similar to yours, et cetera, in certain ways, I can so imagine that the specific is really powerful, but then, there are other instances especially on the more narrow professional elements where i just don't think it really matters as much to me as it does seemingly for others and, and that's something that fascinates me uh, in a massive way because i think it's something we need to think carefully about rather than just thinking more role models please it's like right well these things can also have a drag effect right unfortunately if you've got someone that especially they say you know uh, be careful be careful having heroes is probably not the phrase they use but people do say that you've got to be careful with your heroes and so they can let you down and that can sometimes occur. It certainly has professionally for me sometimes where I've put someone on a pedestal and they've let themselves down and let me down, uh, especially if this uh, a platform that I've then given them. Um, and so there are circumstances there where I've, I've kicked myself, but... More often than not, especially uh, I've been able to do my due diligence and, and, and pick, some, pick some brilliant people uh, in the profession for me to aspire towards. But certainly when it overlaps with personal, it does seem that that specificity matters a little more. At least it has with me. And so I'm interested in, in your thoughts, guys. So really appreciate it. So a few comments have come in. Gronje said the image of your dad. Now, well, that's interesting. Uh, I think I'm a fairly fair mix of my parents, really. It'd be funny to have... A, I should have a family photo up there, shouldn't we? But um, I hope she's not meaning... Where is it? I hope she's not meaning this one. My nose is nowhere near that big, Gronje, if that's what you're meaning. That's that's cruel if you're trying to lump me in with that. Although I've not got my side profile ever. I? I don't know if he's still watching. He's getting he's getting beaten up now on the banter. But thank you for your comments. What else have we got here? Here we go. Right, Talita. let's see. Controversially, excuse me, sniffles. Controversially, I think a role model can also really show you what you don't like or don't want to be like. My mum is, in a lot of ways, very positive role model, but there are also a fair amount of things, habits, character traits, that have highlighted how I, and then sorry, I always struggle if it's a long one. I can't always read it. I have to go elsewhere. Uh, how I don't want to be like her, and I work hard to avoid the same pitfalls. That's a fascinating point, of course. That's, it's interesting because yeah, you, you, your role models, you you always want to aspire, you, there's always this nebulous thing called potential, right? I'll do that on another show because it fascinates me as a concept, right? We all sort of want to live up to our potential, whatever that is, right? It's this so abstract as a concept. And sometimes, yes, I I agree with Talita, our, our role models, sometimes we look at and we we load their their uh, abilities and, and various different things that we want to emulate, but then there are certain elements where we want to be different. And it might always necessarily, might not always be necessarily be better, but there's areas where you just feel like actually, I want to, uh, I want to tidy that up. I want to be, I want to be uh, an improvement of on those particular variables, or I could never meet that standard on something else because you're carving your own individual character. And so that's a really interesting point: is that sometimes, yes, it's your role models' flaws despite their brilliance and excellence in various other ways, um, especially when it comes to family examples like this, that you can then improve on. And so, yeah, I won't, I won't start Let me. That's probably cruel if I sort of try to think about those too closely on my dad's birthday, but maybe next week when he's not watching or there in the potential, this might get back to him. I'll uh, I'll mention uh, a few of those uh, those things that maybe I wouldn't uh, want to tread in his footsteps on. Adam Meekins is agreeing with me. Seth's a fucking legend. He is absolutely. He is indeed, really appreciate it. Now, what else has he got to say? He had his say on Monday, he was on the show on Monday. Also, how long is this question? Oh, you prick. I told him about long questions not being good on this platform. So he's just just a clever heckle from him. Mike James, hi Mike, how are you doing today? He said, completely agree. I gave a presentation on this very subject last night. I shared a slide on Jack's Twitter post just now that says exactly this. Great minds think alike, mate. It's clearly, is it your dad's birthday? If it's your dad's 60th, then that's impressive. Then you had an easy paper round, mate. I think you're probably a little older than mine. But uh, yeah, no, thanks, Mike. I'm glad we're all on the similar sorts of page. Chloe Hurst, she's trouble. This is my youngest sister. My brother is a massive role model, but some aspects of his personality I really don't like. (laughs) This is quite the family affair on the chat function. I, I did walk into this, didn't I? Uh, but, yeah, thanks, Chloe. We really appreciate that and absolutely agree. Uh, please, uh, if if either of them, one of them clearly is, but if if my sisters, my niece, if anyone ends up watching this now or in the future, then, yeah, there's certain uh, aspects of Uncle Jack and your brother that you definitely don't want to emulate. That's important. Uh, that's a really good point. So, yeah, thanks for that, Chloe. Um, when it comes to the, the professional stuff, what I would be interested in last few minutes uh, as we wrap up, what do you feel um are the key characteristics of your role models that you feel are similar um is it as i mentioned sort of personality traits how much does uh, a role model need to be really specific to your field or interest like do you have do you have um sort of research if you're in research or you're aspiring in that way do you have your role models that you just are uh, lower lord their ability to get hold of the statistics are there clinical role models that you just it's all about the application but actually there are elements like to lead to saying that you don't want to necessarily emulate because they're specialists you know that's one of the things i think is fascinating like if you imagine you had five role models and it's it, it's different parts of them that you're really finding to be fascinating it's not necessarily their whole suite of character uh, that you that you're really bothered about. It's like that's my research role model. That's my clinical role model as an educator. That person, you know, is that how people are thinking, or is it that they've got their they've got their one or two heroes, and it's kind of like the entirety of their character is something that you want to try and personify, um, be that personally or professionally. Like I'd definitely be interested in in, in that. Um what, um what I think is is worth me mentioning as well is for me a role model does sort of need to have certain um broadly uh, baseline traits i think dave sort of got it well uh, early doors it does end up being a guide i think an inspiration um and something that you can then aspire to better yourself on to stop yourself compromising to also confront you with your own challenges and flaws that someone before you that you're clearly seeing some sort of kinship with has managed it, right? Has has spun enough plates to actually come good and to have done something that you hope to sort of be able to achieve. Again, be that personal or professionally. An anchor is an interesting one here and something that I, you know, I, I love that analogy, that imagery. But yeah, something that keeps you grounded, something that makes you realise that you're not there yet. You know, something that helps you to always strive to be better. Because if you've got a role model that, you know, you've, you've not quite achieved the dizzy heights of what they've done in whatever it might be in their life, often... I find that many role models are senior to us in age in many ways because of the fact that there's just that that wisdom that comes with that but also they've just got more under their belt really um, I find it interesting because some of my role models particularly professionally are younger than me right and sometimes that drives me on as well you know someone like Tom Jesson's a great example he's such a, a role model for me intellectually uh, in part because of the way in which he's applied himself um, now this is funny because I don't think Tom's that much younger than me but he's sort of younger professionally and he's earlier you know I was uh, earlier into my uh, physiotherapy career than he has been. He was a mature student, from what I recall. So I think we're of a similar age, but he's just got a few years less under his belt clinically. But he's still, I still consider him a role model with how how he thinks, how he interprets, and educates um, through translation and research. Now, this compass for direction in life is one that I wanted to definitely come back to. Is that that is definitely the case some of the time, right? Is it something that feels like it gives you that ability to to set your sights on something and to emulate certain things that is something that i think definitely applies in my instance some of the time but then in others it really doesn't you know sometimes it's like the role models that you're trying to uh you're being inspired by their style but you're not necessarily needing to or aspiring to stand in there you know walking their footsteps in many ways and so that difference that the sort of difference between what Dave said and what Talita said, which I'm not suggesting they at all disagree on this. I'm just meaning that we've got to try and, uh, especially in professional terms, not tether ourselves so narrowly to it. So we lose that individuality that is important, especially because someone that's blazed a similar trail to what you're aspiring to or has become a role model for what they've achieved over the last 10, 20 years is that, I'm trying not to get too deep or philosophical on this point, but it's kind of the, the 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 world is inherently different to them, right? If you were to try to go too close to that, then the relevant differences in the way that the world's gone, the way that the industry's gone, the way that the circumstances are, the fact that we're locked in as houses is a classic example, right? Is that you're not going to, even if you tried to do a similar thing or to carve out a similar path, it wouldn't be able to be done. And so you want to try and recognize certain features. And this is something I don't certainly look at is that be inspired in a direction and sometimes the sort of horizon line that you're trying to chase, but you definitely need to carve out your own path. And you also just need to recognize that that is the inspiration and that role model you're trying to emulate. But if you try to then follow it too closely, you'll lose yourself and your individuality and some of the interesting features of characteristics um that that you otherwise you otherwise might lose lose track of. And, th- and that would be a shame, right? I'm always that I'm always uh into that, right? I always think that there is a individualized overlay to this stuff. There are role models in one thing I haven't really touched on because I'm less asked about it, but there's people that suggest that there's role models in the celebrity culture that we have, or that we should um, you know, look at anyone in pop culture or in or in sort of public life uh that, that become role models. Now I get some of it, um, and I, but I think it's incredibly superficial, and that's where you get massively let down. Is that you, you sort of you've been sold this manufactured and well marketed PR machine that's giving you this supposed role model. That pedestal is so vulnerable, and I just think that that's why I've gone more towards the sort of personal and professional and local proximity stuff because I think it's much more meaningful to me. Uh, a great example that <laughs> I've just noticed that coming on uh, on Twitter. Uh, David Polter said that Lance Armstrong was my cycling role model. <laughs> it's such a perfect example. I can't believe the coincidence. Great minds again, Dave. Really appreciate your involvement in this. Um, you've definitely, you know, that's that hero thing, isn't it? You can certainly, uh, you can certainly recognize that you don't want to be um, aspiring too much to be part of a uh, or inspired by a, a celebrity uh, that can only let you down to later. Thank you. make um, This is your final, the final comment or question. She said, totally agree. We don't want to become clones. We have to carve out our own version professionally, personally and inspirationally of these role models. Absolutely. What a lovely place to finish. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in. Uh, if, you, if you're if you only just catching the last part of this, then it's my dad's 60th birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Here's a few pictures that my mum put up on Facebook, Facebook of which he's not on, but I've been told that he's been watching um, as I tipped off the family. Uh, but yeah, happy birthday, dad. Love you lots. Thank you for everything and thanks for being such an incredible inspiration. There I am. I'm about to choke up, so I'm definitely going to go before I start balling there no, i haven't done that for a while so thanks a lot and i'll speak to you all soon i'll see you all tomorrow for another tuning over